This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Bechtel Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And now it's time to get back to futures, and we're looking at individual awards. And we'll start with the MVP. And Jalen Hurts, the favorite right now at BetMGM at plus 140, followed by Pat Mahomes at plus 350, Lamar Jackson at 5-1, to one, and then we get to Dak Prescott. There has been a big move on him. But, Joe, I guess the question is, has this move gone too far? Is there no longer hashtag value backing the Cowboys quarterback? No, it's so stupid. I mean, this is just <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. Like, there's a six to one out there. Why? Why? So people just figured out, oh, Thanksgiving game. He's great. He's really good. He's great now. Four touchdowns, no interceptions against the worst secondary in football. That's good. That's a good job, Dak. But it doesn't mean, like, you, you keep dropping the odds. This doesn't make any sense to me. So at one, one book went from 15 to 1 before thir- last Thursday's game to 6 afterwards. Why? What? There's still two games back in the division. It doesn't make any – okay, so and but week before that 15, they were 30. The week before the 30, they were 45. I don't know. I just don't understand it. Yes, we've gone too far. Um, but I guess it's part of the reason is there's no strong favorite. I think we all agree mm-hmm. that Hertz should be the favorite and his team has one loss and he had five touchdowns in a big game. Maybe the, probably the game of the year so far, you know, it was awesome, but, and so he's a favorite, but he shouldn't be an odds on favorite. He shouldn't be an even money favorite. And it's like we're waiting for Mahomes to have those crazy Mahomes games that we're, we've been used to over the years. That's not happening. And also, you know, Lamar, he's had a few duds. They win, but it was because of the ground game. It wasn't because of him. There's zero to esteem. Unless I'm missing right. it. Like, I don't hear anybody talking about two anymore to, to the point where he's going to get MVP votes. So I guess that – that's part of it. Like what's the hot name right now? There isn't a hot name. Like we've kind of gone, done the dance where, okay, it's this guy's week. Now it's that guy's week. And outside of Hertz of late, it doesn't feel like there's one where people are coming together and being like, yep, that's our MVP. Stroud. <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. The Dak stuff. I mean, maybe it's also the fact that the Cowboys are such a public team and, you know, they're on a winning streak. It, but my thing is, is it all Dak? I mean, I think you could make the argument that there's a lot of good players on that Cowboys team. I'm not sure Dak is the main reason that they are on this winning streak and seem to have, you know, found some success and turned things around. 
he's a big reason though and he's a big reason because of his connection with cd lamb that has been unbelievable you know dak does get some responsibility when it comes to why cd lamb has been one of our picks for offensive player of the year and as far as i'm concerned that is still very live just because you know he's going up against some defenses that are beatable and the thing about dak prescott is when you look specifically at his numbers against man coverage he may be the best quarterback in the NFL, specifically in those situations. And the defenses that he will be facing are very average when it comes to man coverage. The Lions, the Eagles are okay, not spectacular like the Niners are. Commanders are somehow good in this, but we know Dak can beat them. The Seahawks are very average in man coverage. If the strength overwhelms mediocre coverage for the Cowboys, then Dak will win games and get attention. So, Joe, I agree with you that there's not that one hot name. The favorites are still the favorites, and so those numbers are moving slightly. But there's really no one else who kind of keeps Dak at bay. Now, at the same time, I would agree, though, if we're looking at Dak seriously, it's just like the college football argument in terms of, like, someone being ranked 7 or 8. Yeah, they need to win out, but they need help. I think for Dak Prescott to win the MVP, yeah, he might win out or come close to winning out, but he also needs help. And that help is Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. sputtering in some way. Whether he's hurt, whether e- whether the Eagles start to lose games, whatever that path might be, Dak can't do it by himself. He will need the Eagles to come back down to reality. If they do not do that, then it doesn't matter how well Dak is playing, Jalen Hurts is going to win this thing going away. Is that kind of how you're thinking, Joe, as far as like he Dak does need help? It can't just be about him playing really, really well. Yeah, and I don't... I don't I don't dig him for that, for being on a great team with a terrific defense, with playmakers on defense, with playmakers on the outside. Mm-hmm. You need that help. Guess what? Jalen Hurts has help. I know he does a lot with the run game, with his legs and tush-push and all that, but there's a lot of teams that would love to have the receivers that he has or to have that offensive line, which is regarded as you know maybe the best in football, or to have that run game, that coaching staff. Everybody here get, has help. They all do whether it's coaches, whether it's players. I mean, Mahomes has help from the coaches, right? Like we can rip on the receivers. Mm-hmm. He has his help from, with the best tight end in the game. So I don't think you could really play that game. I know people like to with the unproven guys. People like to play that game with Tua. Like, oh, well, if this Purdy. guy had Tyreek. <laughs> like Brock Purdy. But it's everybody. I mean, of the top guys, the one that has the least amount of help is probably Lamar, I guess. Yeah, he also has a great sure. run game, but he has a great run game, mm-hmm. too. And there's a great defense on the other side, so he didn't have to do as much. But, yeah, that's that's a tough that's a tough one to play. Maybe that's why – that's a tough game to play. Maybe that's why people were, like, jumping in on Stroud, because where's all this Stroud help? Is everything point back to him? Seems like Exactly. That's why I mentioned mm-hmm. his name. Because <laughs> he's, he's never going to win it. the but... team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he has no chance of winning he it. Might but win yeah. it yeah. He might win it next year. Now that's maybe now that's a good look. I, I would like that one just because the receivers are there. They're young. They're awesome. And then you give them another year to develop. I, I would definitely like that look. But as In far as uh, this year is concerned. What the number is. And yeah, maybe you can get some right. value on them early. Sure. You hope it's not too short, but yeah, I mean, you know, I know I've mentioned the Brock Purdy MVP argument before. It's so funny though, when we're talking about help, 
Like Purdy has a ton of help, but is it too much help? Like, can you have too much help? Like, we don't necessarily make that argument for Mahomes, for instance. Now, part of it is like individual effort, but like how much is too much for someone to all, all of a sudden be disqualified from MVP consideration. Like Purdy is almost an uncharted waters as far as that's concerned, because his metrics are really, really good, but there's constantly the case made. The line is great. The receivers are great. Everybody's healthy. Coach might be the best play caller in the NFL. Like, you can explain it away very easily, but at some point is that doing the whole MVP voting process a disservice? You can say almost all the same stuff about Tua. Great offensive mind, Mm -hmm. the weapons, the run game, Mostert's your rushing touchdown leader, uh, at least going into Sunday. Tyreek was your receiving touchdown leader going into Sunday. I don't know if that's still the case, but yeah, no, I mean, you could do that forever. Bottom line, it's open. And I guess now Dak's in that short on the short list. I don't think he was there a couple weeks ago. I'd say he's there. He should be there. I think the number's too short, and I'm someone that has a preseason Dak ticket, and I think this number's too short because they have to win the division. And so if they're seven to one to win the division, how do you make him six to one to be the MVP? <laughs> Just really bad line shopping. I think it's uh, at the end of the day, that's what we're looking at. How about we move on now to defensive player of the year? We've got Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's still the favorite at plus 150, but there is an injury concern there. We saw his arm in a sling uh, after Sunday's game. Micah Parsons, second shortest odds at plus 175. Joe, do you like those two? Or does TJ Watt, as Von Dalzell said in the last segment, does TJ Watt make you fart? (laughs) Uh, no, he doesn't. Is that good? (laughs) My family would say it's bad. It's really bad. Stop doing that. But I, no, I mean, look, I guess what we heard yesterday was, was why this is back on the board. At the time of the show yesterday morning, this was not on the board. And now it's Miles Garrett as your favorite. Um, now he's a co-favorite at some spots. So keep that in mind. But they said no structural dam structural damage to the shoulder, even though he's the quote is, oh, he heard it pop. And people mm-hmm. were very worried, and that's why this was taken off the board. Um, as long as Garrett plays, I think he's going to I think he's gonna be the favorite. I would expect him to win. But he how's his defense play the rest of the way? Because his defense has other injuries. Like that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. To win this award, you need to be on an elite defense. Is Garrett still going to be on the best defense in football moving forward? Uh, that's that's an interesting question. TJ Watt, like the they're def- they've had many defenses that are better than this one. Now, part of the reason is they've been missing Mika Fitzpatrick, um, but they're in that playoff conversation. You know, is. Cl- if Cleveland falls out of the playoff conversation, will that also trickle down and hurt Garrett? It might, even though that wouldn't be his fault. You know, depending on the games that he puts up, uh, they would fall out because they don't have a quarterback. They, they've already gone through a few of them. Maybe they're going to go through more with Joe Flacco. I don't know. But I, I, I would think that that would hurt his case and he would slip a little bit unless the numbers are astronomical. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I feel like the Miles Garrett injury is concerning. Like, I would need to know more. Um, not saying that we're endorsing, like, hey, bet him for Defensive Player of the Year this morning. But I think it is a concern. And the fact that they could fall out of the playoff race as well, I, I definitely wouldn't bet it. I don't know if there's still that 7-1, to one, but it looks like it's, like, even money or plus 150, plus 160 across the board. So here's my question. And this is something that I've been wanting to ask you guys, uh, because it's something I've noticed uh, when sort of digging through, uh, you know, advanced data here. Whenever I've made a defensive player of the year model, sacks is really predictive for who will win. But Mm -hmm. sacks themselves are not predictive as to getting future sacks. Quarterback pressures are. And that's why I make such a big point about quarterback pressures, because it's a big indicator for who will accrue those sacks later on in the season and maybe even next year. And what's fascinating to me is that Micah Parsons, he's not leading in sacks. In fact, he's two behind a a few guys, but he does lead in pressures specifically with quick pressures, meaning you're affecting the quarterback. You are getting in a space in less than two and a half seconds, which is really, really fun for a highlight reel. If you're putting that together in terms of making a defensive player of the year case. And so my, and so Joe, my question to you is this. So yes, Micah Parsons is trailing in the sacks department, but he has a ton more quick pressures than everyone else. Do you feel like that he can overcome the lack of sacks and maybe accrue just enough to become the favorite? In which case is plus 175 offering just a little bit of value. You don't want to go nuts on it, but maybe there is a good argument to be made that Parsons will become the leader at season's end, especially when you consider that he gets another game against Sam Howell. Sack leader isn't always defensive player of the year winner. Um, Is there value at plus 175? Eh, because it's a three-player race right now, I would Mm -hmm. say it's priced about right. That as a co-favorite, basically with Garrett, that's priced about right. And TJ Watt also in that conversation. Now, eventually, yeah, you're right. Like maybe he has more sacks and then he ends up being the favorite. This, this is what I find most interesting about, and we talked about it with the NFC East, is this Cowboys thing. A lot of times in awards, we talk about the New York bump. What about the Cowboys bump? If they win the division, what happens? If they win the division... Are they the one? Maybe. I don't think they have to be the, the one. If they, if they win the division, is Dak the MVP? <laughs> I think he is. If they I win agree. the divisions, is Parsons the defensive player of the year? Or is it Deron I Bland? think he is. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. Bland. I don't think so. Do you, do you have a case? I do not, but I do wonder yeah. if like this pick six thing continues because quarterbacks are targeting oh him because he's the weak link. 
Like, it's not because he is the best defensive back and he's just able to make plays. No, they're targeting him because, you know, they like the one-on-one matchup and Bland is just making the most out of it. Like, there's a reason why he wasn't starting the year at his position. So I, I would offer the case no, but again, this exercise is more about predicting what the voters are going to do. Do I think the voters believe that Duran Bland is a great player? I mean, if these pick sixes continue, then I guess he will get more love. But I'd like to think the voters are smart enough to put Bland's accomplishments in context. Yeah, he was 100 to 1 a week ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think there's a lot of people that are watching him on Thanksgiving and they saw that stat f- uh, pop up about the pick sixes. Like, who's that guy? <laughs> and defensive yeah, player right. of the year, it's it's a very short list. It's a very short list of the best players in football on great defenses. Now, Bland would be on that, but mm-hmm. is you're telling me he's more valuable than Micah Parsons? You're insane. Right. right. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we look at defensive rookie of the year and coach of the year right here on the BetQL Network.